Hey world, like we're here with a little dose of my modern life, healthier, easier, more fun. Today I'm going to talk about rewards and goal setting. So stick with me, I've had some big breakthroughs. After the tunes. Rewards, rewards, rewards. Maybe you love rewarding yourself. It's not something that I actually think about a lot and I think that's to my detriment and here's why so I've not been the sort of person who spends a lot of time celebrating or recognizing instead I do a lot of doing that's just kind of my mode however having a child definitely makes you rethink the whole need for celebrating because Kids seem to want to celebrate a lot, which is great because it reminds me to have more fun. I mean, the reality is, is I think doing is fun, but celebrating is fun too. And sometimes celebrating can actually help you do, which is my epiphany recently. So I have a planner that I really like. If you see me on social media, I post about it. You can get the same planner if you go to my Amazon shop at smarturl.it slash shop Amazon. And under books there, you'll see my favorite planner. I have this beautiful rose gold color planner, but it comes in black as well. And I've had a lot of planners in my life. Dozens? And some of them haven't made the cut. Maybe like me, you've purchased a planner and used it for a week or a month or even two months and said, you know what, this isn't really for me. I'm not enjoying it. Here's the key. The process of having a planner, it should force you to stretch, but you should enjoy it along the way because infusing joy into your planner and the planner infusing joy into your life is part of the magical synergy of having a planner. So if you haven't found the right one, keep looking. The one I found is not perfect, but I would say it's 90% there. And I'm even, I'm even playing with the idea of doing a bullet journal. Oh my gosh. I don't know if you know what a bullet journal is, but it's basically just a blank journal where you create everything in there. However, as much as I love my planner, it has no... It doesn't have blank space and part of me it does have space with dots on it where you can it's blank essentially but I want truly blank unlined etc and also I don't like it when I look at paper and I see unused space that feels like a one it feels like a lost opportunity and two it feels like a waste because I love trees and I only want to use exactly as many as I need to write something down So I've been playing with the idea of doing a bullet journal next year or maybe later this year. I don't know. Partially because I just love the idea of infusing even more joy into it and sketching randomly in it and and using it also kind of as a scrapbook and pasting in things that I collect with my child, you know, tickets and leaves and whatever. So anyway, I'm thinking about going that bullet journal route. But I just want to get back to the planner. So I do love this planner. It has forced me to stretch in ways that I was surprised. There are a number of pages in the book. And by the way, if you do get the same planner as me, let me give you a tip. 
And I left this as a review for the company because I think it could make a big difference. But this planner has a number of pages towards the front. Let's say page is 12 to 20 or something like that where you have to answer questions. However, there are some locations in the very, very front of the book, as in page one, where if you haven't done the pages, you know, 10 to 20, you can't answer page one. So that's a little confusing because it feels out of order. The other thing is in the very back of the journal, like page 300, there are instructions on how to fill out the pages in the front. The page is like 10 to 20 with all the questions. So in my mind, the instructions should be at the very front. Then you should have the questions. Then you should have that summary page that's right now on page one where it's like your vision statement, your goal in life. That should be around page 30 once you've worked through all the questions. Okay, so that's my little caveat there. And when I saw all the questions, I thought, wow, this, this is the most in-depth because it's not just a calendar, this planner. That's why I don't use the word calendar. It's a calendar. It's a opportunity to, it's a journal. It's an opportunity to ask yourself all these deep questions that maybe no one's ever asked you. It also has tools in there. So if you're having a crappy day, it has affirmations and activities even that you can do to raise your energy level. So it has a lot of different tools in it, which I love because some people in their journals, they'll have different sections, right? Here's my section for working out. Here's my section for gratitude. Here's my section for daydreaming. What I love about this planner is that it's all there, all in one smallish package. It's slightly bigger than I think my ideal journal is because unless you have a huge bag, it's hard to stuff it in. But, or maybe I shouldn't say huge, I guess huge for me. But it's fantastic, really. I, I adore it. Now it did, now here's my caveat because I've been recommending this planner a lot and what I've been saying to people is to be gentle with yourself when it comes to answering the questions. There are a lot of questions and here's the thing. In theory, you could sit down and hammer it out over a weekend, but here's the reality. I'm a big believer in planting seeds and then giving yourself space and time to allow those seeds to germinate, to see what sprouts up. Whenever I lead workshops, I tell people all the time, you're not gonna get everything right now. I'm just planting seeds. And in the time that we're apart, you're going to germinate on those seeds and stuff is going to sprout. And some of the stuff that sprouts, you are going to be surprised by. But you need to have that time and space in order to allow your brain to work on the creative thinking. So be prepared to spend weeks, if not months, on the questions part of this journal. And you know what, that is fine. Do not feel pressure to, let's say you get this journal a week before January 1st, right? Assuming you start a new planner at the beginning of the year. But whenever you're gonna start it, don't feel like you have to get it done right away. It took me 10 weeks to work through all of those questions. And I've thought about this stuff probably more than the average bear. So, hey, if it takes you a year to answer all those questions, I promise you that your life will be richer and better because of it. So be gentle with yourself. My husband has the same planner as I do, and he's been going through the questions at a slower pace. And when he gets frustrated, I say, 
babe, that's just part of the path. It's just part of the journey. Let it go and embrace the learning you've been doing along the way. And he admits that it's been valuable. So be gentle with yourself because there is a lot to do there. Back to rewards. That was kind of a segue there. Back to rewards. Actually, let's take a little break for some tunes and reset. And then I'm going to come back and finish this up with rewards. Back in a sec. I'm back and let's finish this up with rewards. So this planner has a lot of space for rewards. You can reward yourself on a daily, on a weekly, on a monthly basis, which <laughs> I don't know if I'm a masochist, but that's just, that's just ludicrous to me in a wonderful way, in a wonderful way. I wish, I aspire to be the person who rewards themselves on a daily basis because doesn't life just sound like it would be more fun with rewards? However, I think my challenge with rewards is because, you know, I am all about sustainability and conscious consumption. I don't want to buy just crappy things just to reward myself. And I also don't want to reward myself with things that are quote unquote bad for me, like, like a treat, right? Because I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, it was all about, let me do X, Y, Z so that I can get a, you know, a lollipop or whatever the case may be. So I've really had to undo some of my thinking about rewards and think about it in a different way. And so there are a couple things that have attributed, contributed to my thinking on rewards. So first of all, as I said, this planner has a space where you can write down a reward for that day, for the week, and for the month. And I've gotten to the point where I can do the month. I haven't gotten to the week or the day because I haven't figured out what to reward myself with. Because again, I want it to be something that I actually will enjoy and something that is bringing wealth to my life, whether it's emotional wealth or it's helping me physically or whatever the case may be. So a couple of other thoughts that have contributed to how I think about rewards. Two or three years ago, I read Marie Kondo's book, the one about the life-changing mag magic of tidying up. And if you haven't read it, it's really short. I, I think it's worthwhile. But the main, her main philosophy is that Everything in your life should spark joy. And she recommends going through your house and getting rid of every, anything that doesn't spark joy. And I like this idea of sparking joy because I'm a very sentimental person. And so I have a lot of sentimental things that do spark joy for me. Now, that being said, Marie Kondo is a minimalist and I am a happy maximalist. I love color. I love texture. I love memories. I love photographs. I love art. However, I will say that my house has become neater since reading the Marie Kondo book because I didn't realize that there were things that I was surrounded by that did not spark joy. And so just that simple idea of you don't have to hold on to something just because you think you should. If you're not going to, if it doesn't spark joy and use, being useful can spark joy, especially me, it can spark a lot of joy. So it's not like it can't be useful. Okay, so... The first, my first big aha moment about sparking joy had to do with, drumroll please, 
underwear. You know, underwear just, they, it's not, it's not something that I think about a lot, right? I was like, ah, whatever, there's, there's nothing about sparking joy here. However, just that realization of sparking joy made me more conscious of the fact that there were some underwear that I chose more often. And sometimes I even had the thought of, oh, I wish all my underwear were like this specific pair. I like this specific pair. So as a conscious consumer, I didn't get rid of the underwear that were functional but didn't spark joy. But I made the promise to myself that as I replaced my functional but non-sparking joy underwear, that I would look for underwear that sparked joy. And this idea made me happy. And I actually had this realization, I guess, a couple years ago. And now I'm finally getting to the point where I've noticed that, oh, I need to get some new underwear because there's starting to be space in my drawer when, you know, I'm throwing them out because for whatever reason. So, so that idea of sparking joy with rewards was something that really informed my thinking about it. The other thing was I read this book called, um, I think it's called The Little Book of, of Hygge is how you pronounce it. It's a Danish term that has to do with making something authentically cozy. And again, these are all on my Shop Amazon page under books. And that book is written by, I hope I'm saying it right, um, Mike Wiking, Mike Weeking, Meek Viking. I do not speak Danish. Suffice it to say, he wrote something about combining purchases with achieved goals as a way to infuse your excitement about that goal into the physical object, which I love. And he was talking about how he wanted this chair and he had saved up the money for this chair. However, he waited until he had accomplished something that he'd been working on and then he bought the chair and he said it made the chair even more special because he had infused it with this meaning. And I just love that idea. I mean, I'm looking at a couch right now that was given to me by one of my favorite aunts and next to it is a Lucite table that I purchased and I love the Lucite table. I've had it for a long time. It works great, but it doesn't have this meaningful memory that this couch given to me by one of my favorite aunts and uncles does. And I, it just made me realize that I would love for every single item in my house to have those kind of memories. And the way to do it is to tie it to something meaningful or someone meaningful in your life, right? So when I had the combination of spark joy and this, and this, what do I call it? Uh, infusing objects with meaning. <coughs> the combination of those two things really was an aha moment for me with regards to rewards. So I was, I've been wanting to meditate more forever. I, I am a wonderful meditator. That is my, that is my mantra. I've been wanting to meditate more forever. I've taken classes on it. I mean, this is, this is a lifelong thing that I've been working on. And so the planner that I have has a habit tracker, which if your planner or calendar does not have a habit tracker, 
you can actually buy these little sticky notes that are kind of the size of a business card and you can use those as habit trackers. You can just stick it onto your calendar and use that as a habit tracker. And you'll see I post on Instagram about it the month of March 2020. So if you're looking for what I'm talking about, you can see it there. And I'll put it on my shop Amazon now that I think about it under probably entrepreneurial tools. I Habit tracking is the number one way that I get stuff done in my life because I believe that if something is important, you have to write it down and you have to track it. It could be as simple as date night with your spouse or playtime with your kid or how much water you've drunk, how many times you've exercised. I track a lot of things and that's because that's how I keep myself accountable and it works so well. It works for me. Maybe it'll work for you. So I have been writing down meditation in my habit tracker for a long time and honestly I've just been horrible about it. And then I got this planner with all these rewards and I said, okay, for the month of January, my goal is going to be to meditate for five minutes a day, at least four times a week. Okay, starting small, right? And I'm happy to say that as of this recording, which is February 29th, 2020, I'm up to seven minutes a day and I'm crushing the four times a week. So I set that as a goal for January of 2020. And I was then thinking, what should my reward be? And it actually took me a little, maybe 10 days into January to come up with the reward. And my meditation during those first 10 days was, eh, right? Not very exciting. And then I went to go work out and I was looking for my, wait for it, favorite leggings. I didn't even know I had a pair of favorite leggings until this moment. Most of my leggings are boring functional black because honestly I'd never seen any leggings that were that exciting to me until one day I saw someone wearing leggings that had mermaid scales on them and I just knew in my heart that I needed those leggings isn't it funny how until then you know you see I mean I live in Los Angeles people are wearing leggings constantly Literally, no one's leggings, the tie-dyes, the avocados, the whatever they had on their leggings, nothing spoke to me until I saw these mermaid leggings. And I thought, I love those. So I got a pair, and I only had one pair, because why do I need more than one pair of mermaid leggings? However, some of my black leggings have started to die, and I keep finding myself wondering, when are my mermaid leggings going to get out of the laundry? And I said, wait a second. I can get a second pair of mermaid leggings, darn it. (laughs) That is totally reasonable, especially if I set it as my meditation goal. And guess what? From the moment I set that goal that I could get another pair of mermaid leggings, I crushed my meditation goal in January. I was well beyond, you know, and there were only, what, 21 days left after that 10 days, but I was well beyond the four days a week. And now I'm up to the point where I'm meditating seven minutes a day. And again, I'm, I'm well beyond four times a week. So setting rewards works. And if you're like me and perhaps you want to be more conscious about your consumption and so setting rewards might be difficult, then pick something that sparks joy and infuse it with meaning 
And I feel like that is much more conscious consumption than just, I mean, I couldn't bring myself to buy mermaid leggings just because, right? I don't think anyone would hold it against me to get a second pair of mermaid leggings, but I would know. <laughs> I would know that that itch had been scratched and why do I need a second pair? But tying it to something as valuable as meditating makes it all worthwhile. So that's my little bit on rewards and goal setting. I also have a little video that I did on my YouTube channel, on my blog, AllegraRamos.com. That's A-L-E-G-R-E-R-A-M-O-S.com. Sign up for my newsletter so you can stay up to date on everything that I'm doing and consider becoming a Patreon at, a patron at Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. I have lots of great gifts for my supporters. So until next time, go out and get it and be a spark in the world.